another five seconds, it's over. <laughs> you got to hold your breath on that five seconds. I had to do it in hell. I just went up some steps, bro. Damn, I, I, I was up there thinking I was going to die. Nah. That five seconds seemed a lot longer. Five seconds is a long time to hold in the exhales. Yeah, man. When you walk. See, I'm 247. I'm about 240, 235. <laughs> I'm 235. I'm shorter than you. Yeah, that is true. I'm shorter than you. Hey, first of all, I want to welcome y'all. Bianca called off. I'm going to talk about Cortez ass later. Bianca called off. And Bianca went to uh, our white school for like 15 minutes. And now her correspondence is a little Caucasian. <laughs> I woke up to a message and the message said, my son has been hit with a case of influenza. <laughs> Would it be okay if I, if I took care of my son today? Is that how you read it? I'm like, dude, that's how it was. Dude, just say your son got the flu. Y'all got to do y'all show yourself. Bianca is so Caucasian. Dude, when I read it, I felt bad. <laughs> I thought I was I was about to tell it to go directly to the hospital to make sure it ain't the other shit that's popping. It pulled you in. You damn near thought it was the coronavirus. You kind of thought it was. Like, goddamn, what the hell? That was a detailed uh, call of absence. When a mother say her son has been hit with something, that seemed like... <laughs> Oof. It's a yeah, it's dramatic. It ain't just he, he didn't catch it. He got hit with that. Mom. He got hit with that bitch. Like oof, you got it now. <laughs> How you get hit with something? The dude is four, you five years old. Like God damn. And I pray my son don't, or, or, none, of, none of my kids get hit with you know the flu, man. This oof. I had the stomach virus one time, nigga. And I thought I was gonna die. Like that stomach virus? I never had a stomach virus. Dude, is it 24 hour stomach virus? I remember like it was yesterday. Is it exactly 24 hours? Yes. Like, <laughs> I, re- I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I remember I, I had went to, the day before, I had went to 7 Eleven, nigga, and got me a Red Box movie. Okay. And, and I got me, uh, I feel like I got something between my teeth. Red Box movie, and I got uh, a Twix ice cream bar. I was living, nigga. A Twix ice cream bar? Yes. Thinking, that, you know, like, you ain't had the Twix ice cream bar? We're going to have to get into that later. Okay. Go, go to the store. Put you on that shit later. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got the Twix ice cream bar, right? I go to uh, the house, and I'm having me a good old single lifetime, man. Like, I'm in the house chilling. I go to sleep, nigga. I wake up. My stomach is not playing, bro. I'm, like, sweating. My, uh, I feel lightheaded. Like, I don't feel like, I don't know if I got to throw up or shit, dude, but I was doing both, nigga. I was shitting and then throwing up. I was shitting, flushing and throwing up. I was fucked up, dude. Yeah. And I remember reaching out to the CNAs on Facebook. I said, CNAs, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for talking about y'all. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> but can y'all help a nigga out? And I told them my symptoms, and they was like, boy, it ain't nothing but the virus. And I was like, I got a virus? You know, I thought I had to go get, the, I had to go to the health department. How do you take diagnosis from CNA? We can come wipe your booty, but we don't. <laughs> Yo, they they smart man. They they you know CNAs. They don't want to be stuck being CNAs, so they study in the head all the time. They mm-hmm. think they doctors. You know how they be. They always got some shit to tell you about yourself. Yeah. So I'm up here asking them, and they like just do this and do that. You're not gonna be able to hold anything down. Just eat soft foods and like all this other <laughs> shit, man. Then they was like, in the morning you gonna feel a hundred times better. And I was just like, y'all trying to set me up. Where is the fuck is the medicine? They was like, there is no medicine <laughs> for you. I'm like, y'all all got together to do this against me? Like, ain't damn. no medicine. For ain't it? no fucking medicine, dude. Next thing I know, I went to sleep and shivers. Nigga, I was shivering like this, and I woke up. Yeah. 
Nigga, and I was ready to hoop, bro. <laughs> like, that's how good I felt. <laughs> nigga, I ain't hooped in years. Nigga, was exactly I was ready to grab a ball. Nigga, like, nigga, I was in a good spirit. My mama was like, nigga, you better already. I was like, man, I don't know what the hell that Twix bar, that Red Box movie gave me, but yeah. I ain't doing that shit no more. Man, well, I'll tell you what. I was dehy- I found out I was dehydrated last night. All during the week, she's... I usually I drink water at work, but it's cold as fuck at work the last couple of weeks, so I ain't been drinking as much because it, you know what I mean, it chills you even more. So yesterday I wake up, I had a day off, me and my girl didn't do shit, I hit the liquor store like I usually do, I got these big ass cans of Twisted Tea, got me a little bottle of vodka. I start feeling like shit. I was like, man, wait a minute. So I went downstairs to get some water, but I had an empty jug, the cooler jug. I swear to God, I drank about half of that damn jug. Damn. And I feel... Man, I just was taking them like cup after cup after cup. Like I was taking shots, but it was a huge cup. And I feel way better, bro. It's like, you gotta stay on top of that water. See, now I got, I drunk two waters on the way down. I've been pissing a lot, but I feel better. Yeah, man, stay up on that water, bro. Like I don't drink as much water, but as you can see, I got the zero uh, sugar Gatorade. (laughs) Try to keep it low. You know, I try to keep the sugars low. Yeah, I read something on, on hydration. It was like, of course, a lot of water. You can drink a lot of, like unsweetened cranberry juice. Pedialyte. Pedialyte? Pedialyte. Nobody ever wants to drink it. I always hear people say they do that. Ain't that for babies? Yeah, it's for babies, but it's supposed to help you with your hangovers and, you know, keeping you hydrated. Man, I might, I don't know where to find it. <laughs> like, somebody, I don't know where to find it. Just go to the baby aisle? Somebody said if you mix it with uh, Pedialyte with Powerade. i probably put some vodka in there. <laughs> I don't think that's what she... <laughs> It ain't going to work. <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> okay, okay. I got to get away from the alcohol. See, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, alcohol, man. You know, I used to be, I used to, I wouldn't say I was a, a, a big time alcoholic. I don't think I was like a middle time alcoholic. I think I was a lower end Alky, like I would have a drink. <laughs> I would have a couple, you know, a couple of couple of cups a day. You was on the low end. Yeah, I was on the low end. Okay. I was. On, I couldn't really take no shots. You know what I mean. So I had a couple of mixed drinks a day. You know, so I go okay. to the crib and, you know, I used to do the red berry Ciroc with the with the Sprite and lemonade. Niggas ain't really up on that. That red berry Ciroc with the Sprite and lemonade. Yeah. Like and get the raspberry lemonade, the mm-hmm. simply lemonade, and okay. mix it with the Sprite. Nigga hitting, bro. Okay, see, I can tell you it was on the low end because when you get a drink that's already cut, yeah, and you <laughs> cut it again, <laughs> you on the low end. <laughs> this nigga cutting shit just been cut. <laughs> okay, okay, but <laughs> it is true. I could, I could take that shit. <laughs> like, it's already been cut. It's already been cut. <laughs> it already been cut, nigga. But it ain't cut enough. You had to sit down about two percent. Yeah, it okay. was like, but I'm drinking it. You know, I'm drinking it like it's Kool Aid, nigga. It's good shit. Man, when I got a damn day off, and usually when I work, like, I'll get off. And my girl just been so used to me having some drink when I get off. Like, I won't even be thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I call her when I'm on the way home. She'll be like, well, I got your drink. It's in the refrigerator because she'll probably be asleep. I'm mm-hmm. like, this motherfucker. Like, she's <laughs> she been doing it with the food for years. Now she's doing it with alcohol. Yeah. And I told her yesterday I'm going to slow down during the weeks. I'm not doing no drinking because I really, man, I be drinking when there ain't even no reason to fucking be drinking. Like, I'll get off at 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, why have a fat-ass drink and get right in the bed? It's like yeah. you can't enjoy it, so why yeah. the fuck did you even drink it? Yeah. And that's where I've been. Because that's what your mind telling you to do. Your mind telling you that you, you, this is your routine. Yeah, and yeah. the food, too. Like, she'll do that. I'll come in, and I have talked shit to her about this. I used to post the pictures on Facebook, and people say she was trying to kill me. I didn't believe it, but look. 
couple of weeks ago, this was the last time because it's a recurring fucking thing. <laughs> I come in and she said, okay, your food's in the microwave and you know what I mean, your drinks in the refrigerator. So I'm like, all right. I come in, it's like two fat ass pork chops, a motherfucking piece of chicken from yesterday's meal and, and a plate, a paper plate and each section got this fucking like, uh, it looked like a pizza. It got broccoli and cheese, it had mashed potatoes, and it had macaroni. Like a big ass meal, and it's one o'clock in the morning. Damn. So I ate it all and, Damn, and had my drink. Right? But that's what's wrong, though. That's I can't say no. Wow, right? Man, I have started, <laughs> when she come and bring my plate, I'll fucking cut it in half and take the rest of the shit to work the next day. It's like, dude, there's no reason why you should put all this shit on a plate. Yeah, yeah. I get hit like that every now and again. Chick, you know, bring you the whole lasagna. You're like, damn, girl. Like, yeah. I'm on a diet. I'm like, I'm not on a real <laughs> diet, but I'm trying to eat less. Yeah, and then, exactly. And then, then she like, she like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to put it out? I'll put it back now. You know, I'm going to get a plate. See, that's what's wrong with it. We don't know how to say no. We know that. This shit is too much. The portions are not cool. Yeah, the portions are not okay. But we still try to knock it down. Like we don't. I don't know if it's just we feel like less than a man. She brought you this shit. And you can't even handle it. Now. Nah, because that should be good as fuck. And, and it, it do be back, good. <laughs> it bring you back to a different life. <laughs> <laughs> it do be good. You like we was at Walmart last night at ten o'clock. That's why the fuck I woke up late tonight. I said, all right, I was running to get some water. I told you I needed some water, and um, she say, um, no. Nah, I called her. I was like, you want something to eat while I'm out? She was like, nah. Well, she was like, yeah, I'm getting kind of hungry. She's like, I'm going to just go to the store when I finish doing my hair. So she's doing it. I'm like, what the fuck? All right, so I get a crazy-ass story. I get to the store. I grab a 35-pack of Nestle, and I put it on the counter, and she said seven-something, seven and some change. I go in my pocket to realize I didn't even bring no money. So now I'm embarrassed. I had to put this shit back and go back to the house. Dang. So I was like, man, I'm not going back down there. And she was like, let's just go to the store, go to Walmart. That's mm-hmm. when I got my jug and shit. And we just in there shopping for food. It was like, dude, we could have ate less. Like, we didn't have to. You don't have to cook. You shouldn't right. have cooked. Like, right, but yeah, right. that's what we do, man. Unhealthy lifestyle. Way too unhealthy. Yeah, bro. You got to get <laughs> I got to get my shit together. All right. This is the night after one of the fucking. Hey, you know what? I got to hate a little bit. Generational hate. These fucking fights are getting on my motherfucking nerves, bro. Why you say that? They're getting on my nerves, bro. Hey, look, first of all, this Wilder cat, I don't get the hype. I don't get the hype either. I don't get the fucking hype. Like, so, dude, man, they act like it's Mike Tyson. Man, you know, there ain't a lot of heavyweights out there. That's what's fucked up about the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's fucked up about the game. Like, I grew up on heavyweight boxing. Yep, yep. I didn't even know that they even took the other fucking weight classes seriously. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like a featherweight? I'm not watching this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tyson, Evander, Holyfield, like the, man, the power punchers. That's what I was waiting on. But now it's like, and these dudes, dude, they don't even really look like heavyweights. Well, Fury do, but like these other dudes don't even look like they should be in a heavyweight weight they, class. Yeah, like like Wilder, he looks, you know, he's tall, but he, you know, he kind of he kind of skinny. He yeah. don't look like, you know, a Vander Holyfield out there. He nah. don't look like a Lennox Lewis. You don't see no cut on these niggas. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Who is this dude? And like, their names don't even, they don't even sound like boxers. They sound like, uh, <laughs> like, they they sound like made up boxer names. <laughs> exactly. That you would do if you, if you was making a boxer. <laughs> they, dude, it, it just feels like they're trying too hard. Now, I watched a little bit of the fight yesterday. 
And it it was it was just I don't know, man. It seems like the skill set of a lot of these boxers ain't really up to par to be heavyweight champion in the pay per view yeah. category. Like, dude, okay, we paying to see these. Of course, we not paying. We fire stick shit these days, but yeah. still, it's like this is the main event. Yeah, that, I was. You know what? But I did like the fight though. Like I cannot lie. Like I, I so you don't like Wilder. You just want to see him get his ass whooped. No, no, not for real. But I felt like I watched the first one, and when I watched the first one, yeah, uh, I felt like Fury won, and I felt like I felt like even though he had that knockdown, mm-hmm. Wilder had a knockdown. It was like Fury kind of like tripped over his feet or something like that. So it was kind of like uh, it wasn't really like he knocked him down. You know what I mean? <laughs> But he pushed him and then he did the rest of the Yeah. So this one though, I was like, I told I told everybody from the jump, Fury was gonna whoop his ass. I was like, Fury just got them hands, bro. And yeah. like like Dante Wilder, only thing he's trying to do is look for the big knockout. He don't know nothing else. Yeah. Like he don't know how to box. And like I don't I don't know. I, I ain't no pro either, but you know what I'm saying? But if I was to be <laughs> on pay-per-view, nigga, I would learn how to box. Exactly. And it was just like this nigga was just not boxing. And Fury, he had his old man kind of shivery look like he, had, <laughs> he just kept shaking. He had the shakes. <laughs> he kept shaking. He didn't know where this nigga was coming from. And like, next thing you know, pow. He was like, God damn, this nigga hit the fuck out of him. And exactly. Then, and then, you know, he'll come back. Pow. I was like, God damn, this nigga is really beating his ass. But like, see, that's one of the old school boxing techniques. You get that little jittery style. You're moving, yeah. and they don't really know. Because if your arm is constantly moving, they... You know, you really can't prepare for that power punch, especially yeah, if they right. quit. You're right. So you moving your arm and shit, and this motherfucker looking, and all of a sudden, you a little relaxed. He kind of relaxes your ass into the motherfucking face punches. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what he got, man. I don't, I'm not a Fury fan, but it was like, okay, I'm glad to see you whoop this nigga's ass, because he talks a lot of shit. You know what? And I, You know what? I hate to say that, though. Like, I hate to say that because we black. Yeah. I hate to say that. Well, man, we got to let that go. No, I can't. <laughs> we got to let I'm that gonna, shit go. I'm not going to do it, Ron. I can't say <laughs> that. I can't say that we wanted to shut his big mouth up. Like, that's what white people always say about the black dudes. So I couldn't Sometimes say Sometimes they deserve it. God damn, Ron. You know what this is? A fucking racist-ass world. But every once in a while, you like, got to say, nigga, you do be talking too motherfucking much. You know what I mean? You still going to be with him. And, you know what I mean? A couple white dudes try to jump him. You jump in there. But this nigga <laughs> talk too motherfucking much. He just do. It's like, dude, at what point is your skills going to outweigh your mouth? Dude, it didn't happen last night. I feel like Dante Wilder got his, got got beat so bad that I think he's going to relax now. Man, I think you got to. At some point, somebody got to get in his ear and be like, bro, you're going to have to let the fights do the talking now. If you never say anything else, your motherfucking future fights are going to determine whether you are a real boxer, whether you, you know what I mean, or you ain't shit. Yeah, because you, I mean, you got to, you got to get back there because you know how old school boxing used to work? Mm-hmm. It was like, it took a minute for you to get to the nigga on top. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, you had to go through some niggas to get to the nigga on top, right? Mm-hmm. And once you got to the nigga on top and you, and you beat the nigga on top, yeah, the nigga that's on top. Got to start over too. Yeah, like, exactly. You gonna go through some shit for him to get back to the nigga on top. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like hold on. Granted, after the first fight, you know they go on the rematch anyway. Yeah. So they are gonna give him a rematch off a of rip, right? Mm-hmm. But if you lose, and you know if you lose the second match too, you got to start all the way back from the bottom. Yeah. That's how I feel that De- Deontay Wilder's gonna have to do. Like I feel like 
Like he didn't lose the first fight, but it was a draw, and yeah. I felt like he lost it. But he 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 lost the second fight clearly. Like he fell down like twenty times. But you already see the fucking setup though. Okay, well now y'all one and one. We gonna need another fight about it. I was like, bro, it's like okay. The thing about pay per view now, you used to see different boxers going at it. You know what I mean? And now it's like okay, when one boxer emerges and comes into the forefront. You just see them niggas. You just see them going back and forth. It's like, okay, bro, it has to be more boxers in this sport. And I just don't I just don't want to watch the same fight. Like I used to get tired of the um the what is it, the Mayweather and uh what's the guy's name? Pacquiao. Pacquiao every fucking time. It's like, bro, can we see somebody else? Is these the only people that's cracking? And then now that you got the space, Mayweather kinda of moved to the side. You talk all this shit like you about to fill some shoes. He said he could beat Tyson in this prime. And you get beat the fuck up. Like, not just a normal boxing match beating. Like, you really got street fought. Like, I really was looking at the fight, and I was like, he's, I mean, like, he keep getting back up. Maybe it ain't as bad as we think it is. <laughs> Maybe I'm tripping. And then when he went to the corner, his ear was bleeding. I was like, his ear is bleeding. Yeah. I said, what the fuck out of you? And then the judges, I mean, the people that the announced, they was like, his, they done busted his eardrum. I was like, busted your ear? I can't take that pain, bro. You know how bad you got to fucking be fighting for a nigga to hit you from the side and bust your <laughs> eardrum? You got to be, Yo, bro. His whole right side eardrum and the, the shit right beside the temple, all that shit was swollen. I was like, I ain't know that shit swelled. Yeah, it could swell if somebody knocked the fuck out of that area. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that area gets knocked. And you was thinking it was just like, it was so much blood, and it wasn't like bad blood. It wasn't like he broke, you know, his tooth was gone, or you know, like he broke his nose. It was just like I don't know if it was coming from just the ear and a cut somewhere else, but yeah, it was just so much blood that this nigga Fury was imitating <laughs> licking it off of him, and I was like, "This is nasty." I gotta go into that because I didn't see that part. Did he actually lick the blood? I'm gonna say he didn't lick it, but I mean, close enough. He got some blood splatter on him. I don't care what he say. Like, wow. It wasn't like a lick. Uh, it was kind of like, uh, yeah. like right here next to it. But, you know. That's a little, that's, that's wild. I don't think, well, I did see Tyson bite the ear off. Yeah. Bite a piece of an ear off. Nigga. But I don't know if he licked the blood. <laughs> <laughs> he ate it. Nah. Man, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's like, okay, when I saw that, I was like, bro, I'm glad I'm not watching. I was uh, watching Black and Blue after that. It was It's an older movie. Hadn't seen it, though. I busted out the fire stick like, you know what, since we got it on, let me watch this shit. So. I don't know, man. I wish the real heavyweights would come back. I wish just more skilled boxers would be in it. Because like you said, people just come out. It'd be they. They be fighting for a year. Now you fighting for the crown. I'm like, right. God damn, bro. You, you want it all. Like, right. how the fuck are you on pay-per-view? Like, man, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> he said, now you fighting for the crown. Like, this nigga going for the crown, he just came out the fucking starting box. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Got, but you know, like, in the, in the amateur world, before they get, you know, to those high-class places, um, they be they be like 20 and 0. And that's where they records be at. Mm-hmm. Like, so when you see, like, a nigga that's come from nowhere and he's 20 and 0, like, he done beat, you know, hella people in the amateur, which got him here. But that's mm-hmm. still kind of crazy because it's like, maybe the 20 and 0 dude is good, but, you know, it, it may be some 14s and 6s that's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty good. But we don't see them. Man, I just think, and I don't research all these new age boxers. I won't say this, but I got to bring this up. You never hear about. Like Olympic backgrounds and stuff like that, like you used to hear about with the old school boxers. Now, 
you can go through a few Golden Glove tournaments and get your ass right in the motherfucking <laughs> big time. Like, hold on, bro. Like, y'all skipping levels out here. That, But seriously, though, that's why you find boxers that aren't as skilled as they used to be. Because, all right, if you only looking for the knockout, that means a motherfucker could drag you all the way out, get you tired, you don't have no stamina, and then do you like he did last night. But you know, like, that's, that's, but they just trying to get where the money's at. Whatever the money's at, they're going to try to put them in front. But Dante Wilder, bit. I've been seeing these knockouts, but it just seemed like I don't <laughs> see the technique. And I understand, like. Because the other boxers can't fight either. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm wondering now? Like, because right before the undercards, on the undercards, it was like this featherweight, which was 120 pounds. And they was fighting each other, and I didn't. I didn't even know. I didn't know the the weight, but I'm sitting there watching it with my brothers. And this dude goes into the corner, and he gets up, and he just skinning bones. And I'm looking like, I was like, what is the weight class in this? So my brother was like, 120 pounds. I'm like, nigga, we really watching a hundred wow. some chicks fight? Wow! Like we really doing this right now? But when you think about it, I watched this Mayweather interview on. He was on um on Drink Champs, I think. Yeah, Drink Champs, and. I think he said he was fighting at like 125, 130. He just don't, like sometimes a certain certain people don't look that small. <laughs> like he doesn't. I didn't think the motherfucker was 120. Like, God damn. <laughs> like everybody always say I wouldn't want to run into Mayweather and fight Mayweather, but it was like, damn, bro, you really scared of a 120-pound nigga? Like, I mean, I know they got uh, some punch, but I mean, God T.I. and Mayweather would seem like it would have been a good fight. You know what I mean? But anybody else than Mayweather. T.I. Yeah. looked 105. Yeah. T.I., yeah, that would have been. You can't tell me. Like, that's why sometimes I'll be looking like, you know, like you, you'll be watching movies and stuff, and then you'll look up. You'll probably see this person out, or you may see this person standing next to somebody, and you would be like, nigga, I thought you was a lot bigger than I thought, you know, yeah. on Steve, you know, than I thought you was. Like, like you really 5'5"? Five, five? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even with the height, because Tyson wasn't tall. Oh, uh, the real Tyson, Mike Tyson, but you could def. I'm definitely sure that if you were standing next to this nigga, you'd be like, "Damn, this nigga got some guns on." You know nigga, what I mean? He looked nigga, like a heavyweight fucking boxer. Nigga, hold on. Who who is the fake Mike Tyson? <laughs> I said the real Tyson because Tyson Fury, like you oh. know what I mean? he's made up as names. Like you know what? Let me come up with a good boxer name. And it was just like, bro, come on now. You could have just used a government if you were just going to go with that. <laughs> I know your last name is not Fury. Right. Tyson Fury. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. We're going to get to some topics real quick. I got to. Man, all right. The first thing that I want to bring up is the pop smoke thing. Uh-huh. And what's fucked up to me is, all right, I will admit I was not up on him. The crazy part about it is a week, maybe two or three days before he died, I saw 50 Cent on some, you know how you go on Instagram, it's just videos randomly playing on your home screen. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how Pop Smoke is going to be the next big thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard any of his music, but then all of a sudden, it's like, here this comes. And it just got me to thinking about the old school. Like, back in the day, you had, and it was unheard of before that, when Pac and Big were fucking killed, and then you had Jam Master J, and then it was like it went a long time. But now... It's like nobody is safe. It's like, okay, Pop Smoke, you had Triple X a few years ago. It's like when I was growing up, you just it's just like and to me it didn't seem like things like that could happen to hip hop artists and stuff. You would think they would be a little more secure because they are like moving up in the ranks. They're getting a little money, they're getting their lifestyle. The together. more you go down 
to the hood, Ron. This nigga was in Calabasas. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about him. Oh, okay. I'm talking, I'm talking about him, but I'm talking about the execs, the people that find these people. Yeah. When they find these people, they find them down there in the gutter, right? Yeah. And they quickly pull them out the gutter. They throw a million-dollar contract in their face, and they like, cool, I can go do what I want to do. Now they out the hood, right? Mm. But the hood ain't out of them, bro. And that, that's the problem. That's why you see stupid-ass people like the dude that just got arrested because he had 27 pounds of weed. Football player. 157. <laughs> Shit, maybe he was 27. <laughs> <laughs> then they got 157 pounds. 157 pounds of weed in them because this is what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you pull this nigga out the hood, you put him out into Hollywood, but that shit don't change nothing. Niggas is still after him. Yeah. Now, I don't know, like to tell you the truth, I don't know what really happened because it looked like they said it was a robbery, so maybe. maybe yeah, now it's changed. When it first came, they said, and of course it's always the motive when a guy's making a little money and shit, he's uh, about to reach superstar status, they say it's money, but. Mm-hmm. The latest reports is that it was a targeted hit. Like, basically, I guess they didn't take shit. Like, they just came, did a job, and left that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's what's fucked up about it. And I don't understand because I'm one of those dudes. I'm in the hood now. Not all the way, all the way submerged in the hood mentality, but you give me some money, even if I want to stay on some bullshit, I'm going to be secure. Like, you remember when 50 came out, he was fresh out the hood, and motherfuckers was talking about him for having the police with him. Nigga, I'm coming with the police. Right. Why in the fuck should I let you shoot me in order to prove that I'm street credible? <laughs> like, no, nigga. Everywhere you see me, you will see a person that is there for the specific task of guarding my life. Mm-hmm. When I'm asleep, niggas is outside. <laughs> like, I'm not going for that. Like, wow. there's no reason why you should work to get to a level that you want to be and you could just let somebody easily take it from you. Now, he's taken from his family. We never look at all the people, because you know, coming from a, a hood situation, you feeding a lot of people now. Yeah. A lot of people depending on you. And, yep. and man, I don't, man, it's sad though. It's, man, it's sad, but I would have more security. Like, there's no fucking way in hell you about to run up in my house. Mm. No fucking way. Like, I gotta survive. Like, now I am on, now my family, because most of us, like, come on, man, most of us are not from rich, backgrounds you know what i mean now you are you can have the power to build your financial wealth in your family but you can't get taken out yo i'm in these schools man and what i see is kids not even learning bro like a bunch of them like these kids don't come to school to learn and it's hard to teach these kids when these kids act you know damn fool in every class right so you're not getting no teaching done and then we put these people out in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And we put these kids out in the world. They don't make good decisions. They don't make good judgment calls. Mm-hmm. And they don't think about their future. So then you throw a bunch of money at this kid that don't make good decisions. And guess what they do? Make bad decisions, right? Yeah. And and we don't, there's nobody, there's somebody there trying to teach them. But it, it's, it's too late. All right, they already got the money. So now you got niggas. That's out of the hood, but still got the hood mentality because they mm-hmm. don't make good decisions. And they they were saying some shit like, yeah, I'm, you know, like I think they were saying like he he was a, a a part of the crip something gang or something like that. Yeah. So it could be something gang related. And it's just like, it just sucks, man. But it it, it feels like, and I don't want to, you know, knock on wood, but you can get hit anywhere, you know. Yeah, and the crazy part about it is because growing up and having gangs just, like, coming at you, like, 
hard every day, even as a kid. It's like what I see now, and know I'm not a kid, but it just seems like it's more of a choice to get involved with gangs these days, depending on the area. Maybe if you live in Watts or some shit, maybe this shit's still cracking like that. But a lot of these neighborhoods and shit, like you see the OGs, all oh, what's up, Crip? You know, I mean, this, this, and that, but it doesn't seem like it is back in the day where you had to join a gang for protection. Because I know a lot of kids, I got a lot of nieces and nephews, I know a lot of their friends, it just don't seem like they running scared like I used to be. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I grew up in an area where you can have no affiliation, your brother ain't no big time gangbanger or nothing, and shit, you can chase like, nigga, okay. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like that's going on now. It's like people, you got these suburban kids, you got these people that's living in, you got real. You got real people. You got people that's putting themselves in the game by themselves, yeah. like no affiliation. Because I remember it used to be a time where it had to be associated with the street. Like it was a name. It was like the '66 Rollers <laughs> <laughs> or the '92. You know, it was some exactly. shit. Exactly. Right? But now it's just like that's why they always used to be like, "What set you claim? Like, where, where which, which street? Which block? Like, where are you from?" Mm-hmm. Right? Or now it's just, "I'm just a crip from where." North Kansas City, like <laughs> everybody crippling. It's worldwide crippling around here, nigga. It's like, yeah, it's like they just get into it because they feel like that's what you need to do to be accepted. It's like it's not. A lot of these people do. I man, let me tell you something. I Ryan, grew would you, up. Was you never part of a gang? Yeah. Okay, we gotta hear this story. I grew up where we was at the basketball court. And this was before that. Like, if you at the fucking in Chicago on the South Side, if you at the basketball court at sundown on a Friday. You will notice, and you ain't have a choice but to notice, maybe two to three hundred niggas walking, <laughs> like coming towards the basketball court, going behind the basketball court, this little like a wooded area and shit, going to have gang meetings. And I'm talking about literally two or three hundred people, everybody. Dude, it's so deep. I've I've went to what they call a universal meeting, to where it's not just this section. It's not just the 93rd and the 95th. It's everybody from the south side. And, and nigga, they should have been selling tickets because I'm talking about thousands of niggas coming together like, hey, look, we about to restructure this whole shit. These, uh, the GD's doing this. I'm talking about, bro, it was deep. No way, bro. Man, dude, I'm talking about niggas on top of niggas on top of niggas. They had it sectioned off. I've seen, I've had a map where, okay, this dude is in charge of this. It's like maybe 16 sections, and every once in a while, all of them sections get together. Like, you know what? You niggas' sections is fucking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm talking about just real deep gangbanging shit. Hold on, time out. Let me, I got to put this in my head. I, I need the viewers to be, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the listeners to be able to view what, I, what, what, what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, this group, there, was, there all, was it all the South Chicago, or was it just the, the particular, one particular gang of members? South side, one particular gang so, on so the south the, side. So one particular gang on the south side would be like what the, the Crips or something. Yeah, it'd be uh, man. And, uh, it wasn't no blood of the Crips when I was born. Oh, okay. Well, I can't say where I was born. They weren't in Chicago. They weren't in Chicago. Okay. They didn't migrate to other cities for a while. I can't. You know what I mean? I'm not a gang historian. I don't know the Tell year, us. but it it was it was it was it was gangster disciples, and then you had what they call uh, the brothers, which is funny now. Wow. But and it was a lot of different gangs under the brothers. Okay. But it was just like they had this section. I, I lived on ninety third street. So it okay. was like from eighty seventh to ninety fifth mm-hmm. from Stony Island to Cottage Grove. That was a section. Mm-hmm. 
and you could probably have like three thousand gangbangers in that little what box. Get it out of town, dude. Bro, man. Like I'm talking real about gangbangers? Not real like- gangbangers. <laughs> <laughs> real gangbangers, bro. And, and it was crazy because, like, it was loyalty back then. Like, all right, we grew up with motherfuckers. That, like, okay, this nigga's a GD. He my next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, like, let's just say if they go to their motherfucking gangster disciple meeting and come home and it was like, you know what? These niggas is is on some bullshit. It's on site. Fuck them up when y'all see them. Your homeboy gonna come and be like, cause I don't think you should go to school tomorrow. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they know who you with. It, it was just like, bro, it was a lot. And I'm not glorifying it, but it, it was just, it was way different. Dang. It was a lot different. These days, man, you could just walk outside one day and say, you know what? I think I'm gonna be a crib. <laughs> <coughs> Dude, that's going to be a crib. They had recruiters in Chicago. Motherfuckers will come and recruit you, bro. Like, you know what, man? You got a good head on your shoulder, man. You know what? <laughs> man, you smart. I see you. You ain't no punk. I don't, I don't see you out here on that bullshit. I think we're going to let you in, cuz. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Join the game. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to pull you in. I think, I, man, we're we going to fuck your life up for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they did it. And they might not. See, if you got that then you wouldn't have to get jumped in or nothing. You know what I mean? Because they came to you like, bro, yeah, I, I like you. I like you. I think you should uh, come gangbang with us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so on. it was just a lot deeper growing up in Chicago, like the gangs. And it's still like that. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of crazy shit still going on in cities like that. But a lot of these people ain't coming from cities like that. And, and they still choose the life, which they don't have to. Like, you don't have to fucking involve yourself in shit that's so detrimental to your fucking lifestyle, especially when you come out of it. Right. So I don't understand. Right. <clears throat> I don't know the gang shit, man. I ain't trying to be <laughs> Man, it's good that you don't. It's really good that you don't, bro. It's really good that you don't. All right, what we got? What we got? All right, this is a topic that I saw yesterday. I thought Bianca was going to be here to argue this because for some reason, I just wanted a male and female point of view on this. I don't know if you know this, but in the past few days, Lauren London has been going to fuck off on people. Mm-hmm. And the reason she did was because Diddy posted a couple of pictures of them, and then he deleted them. I don't know if the comments were... I mean, I guess they feeling like, wait a minute, too soon, nigga. The marathon ain't ain't over yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see this. Yeah, he deleted those pictures, and, and basically the rumors started flying. Everybody's reporting it all. All Diddy's a mess with Lauren London, basically. Right. She get on Instagram and basically was like, she made a couple of posts. One of them, she posted Nip, and she was like, I'm still his. The marathon continues. And then on another one, I think this was before that picture, she was like, look, keep my name out your mouth. Y'all don't know what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to deal with that, though. It's it's crazy. Like, even though we don't know her, like, people, like, we see them two together. And people love their relationship so much. It's like, she's never going to be able to move on publicly. Yeah. Because people go on, like, like wait a minute. I mean, it, I mean, I don't know if it's fair, but, you know what I mean? Nip ain't coming back. And now she's got, she's in this box now where, like, you's Nip, I mean, you Nipsey girl. Yeah, period. <laughs> Until we get over it. Until we get over the death. Exactly. And we not over it yet. <laughs> How are you gonna be over it? <laughs> like you got it hit you harder than anybody. Exactly. So it's just I don't know. She is gonna have to date and she is rubbing her you know, she rubbing, you know, elbows with people that, you know, that are rich and people that are around. So, you know, more than likely she'll 
be rubbing elbows with probably we somebody we would know. You it know? ain't really about the elbows. We talking about rubbing though. I, like, know, I know. I mean, nobody mind you rubbing some elbows. <laughs> But you can't be getting nothing else rubbed. You nips, girl. But you know, that's what's going to end up happening. That's like, what's going to end up happening. So, I mean, that's something that, you know, the fans going to have to deal with. But would I make it public? I wouldn't. I don't think she could. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that person that'd be like, uh, I, I I wouldn't be that person that'd be like, my new boo, I'm so in love. I wouldn't yeah. be that person. I, Bro, I the fans would fuck them up. <laughs> they would turn on it. Like, literally, they would yeah. turn on it. The way social media is now and the way we are fucking crazed with celebrities and people we that, or we look up to, like, they would really... We are heathens, man. We are. We are. We are fucking heathens. She can't move on, on with her life. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck does her life got to do with, do with us? I, I have no idea, but it seems so personal. People take it so personal that they don't want to move in. And then when you think about it, I mean, move on. When you think about it, maybe it's just Diddy, too. Man, that's <laughs> Like, so people look at Diddy as the playboy and the heartbreaker, and he's not going to marry you and shit like that. I right. think they had a lot to do with it. Not saying that they would have went easier on a on a more, as, as they would see him, like a, a family type of dude. But I think I think it's just, it's just two ends of the circles. I mean, two ends of the, of the, of the, of the world. It's like you got, you got Nipsey, which is uh, – a hood nigga, you know what I mean? And then you got P. Diddy, which this nigga is Harlem shaking the videos and shit. Yeah. Like it's just like, why would you leave? Why would I mean like why would you wanna move from that so fast? You know I mean, but when you think about shit, how long has it been? Like two years now? It ain't been long enough, bro. <laughs> Man, how long is long enough? I don't know. I don't think it's been two years. It seems like it's been a while. I think it's been a year. I don't know. Let me let me look this shit up. I don't know. Well, even all right, how long is too long though? Because I didn't even go down there and visit the marathon when I was down there, and I was down there last year. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, you know what? You might be right because when we were in Vegas last year, we were gonna drive, but I ended up taking a nice little hit. I got hit at the crap table, so I really oh. couldn't. Yeah, that threw my plans off about driving, so we stayed in Vegas. So yeah, it has been a little over a year. All right, wow. but how long is too long though? How long is too long? Man, what you mean? How long is too long? How how long? How, I mean, how long is not long enough? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. <laughs> because one of the things, like, I don't know about nobody else, but I every once in a while I think about this. That's why I was like, man, I gotta get my health together and shit. Plan on getting married. I'm already engaged. It's like you don't want to think about building a life with a woman, and then all of a sudden your ass pass away, and, right. and, and, yeah. and some other niggas stroke it. Like see, I think about shit like that. Like. Shit, I don't know what shit. If she was the pass away, God forbid, I don't know what the fuck I would be doing. Right. But when you think about that, that is hard to take. So I can kind of see where okay. they're coming from, but it's still not their life, though. Yeah, I feel so sad for her, man. Because I mean, like, you can't plan for this part of your life. Like, was her and Nipsey even married? No. Like, and that's they what were married. <laughs> this, is, this is what makes it even worse because we don't know if they would have worked out or not. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all know they were going to break up? Yeah, I mean, I remember them breaking up for a minute. I remember I don't. them. I remember them having, was broken up for a minute and then we seen them back together. And now I'm like, you know, like, I, I think they were solid though. I think they were solid for the most part, but it's still kind of like, wow, like, this is, you know, like, they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. So they have paused the marathon before. Yeah. So, I didn't know that, but they're not the marathon. <laughs> I was that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. 
Yo, but but I think I just feel bad for her because now she has this boyfriend. Do they got any kids together? Don't give me the line right now. Don't give me the line right now. I think they had kids apart. Mm-hmm. But no, they did have a man. Don't give me the line right. I have no idea if they have a kid together, but I just know that right now their bond is something that's so strong in the eyes of the public that they don't want her to move on. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think they got a kid together. That, I don't understand. I mean, but would that make a difference though? Because you know how social media does. Once they crown you a power couple, like that's the <laughs> only people. Who, that's the only person you could deal with. They may have a kid together. <laughs> I have no idea. You looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I don't think you're gonna find that information right off the bat. You got a son <laughs> who's his pre- Lauren Lundy. That's okay. their son. They got a son together. Okay. So I mean, now it's deeper than just being married because now <laughs> so the kid changes everything. Yeah, the kid changes everything. You blinded you bonded by blood at that point. Man, what you gonna say? Five years? <laughs> Never, nigga. Never <laughs> until the son grow up eighteen. He don't need to be seeing his mama with another man. Oh my god, this is it's gonna be rough for her. <laughs> it's gonna be rough for her because she's first of all, you know that going through that, and, and Vanessa Bryan's gonna go through it. She gonna go through it way worse, like way worse. Uh huh. Like they have a whole family together. Every one of their kids are, you know, what I mean, they share all of their kids in common. And, Mm. How does she move on? Right. She can't move on. <laughs> it's a rap. Man, I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of fucking who, who else can't move on? It's other people that can't move on. I don't know. Um I don't know because I was upset Bernie Mac wife moved on quick. Oh, well, I didn't really care about that. I, I did. Bernie Mac was a fucking she's she from was, my city. But she didn't have her all in the mind, like, you know. Man, Probably all up in the city. I, I mean, mean you knew who she was, yeah. but I cared. I, I when could. I saw that she had got married to somebody else, it was like it was like a year later. But you know, like some people, even though they 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 be together for a long time and they seem happy, you know, behind closed doors, you know, they be waiting for this shit to be over too. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. Yeah, you know, it should get hard after a while. You kind of like we already was having these problems, even though they nobody knew about them. Yeah. You know, now that he passed away, you know, I feel bad, but you know, to give me a chance to. Live my life. <laughs> Man, the way Bernie Mac talked about his wife, you could tell he Live was Bernie. in love with her. He was, but he was a very busy man. Yeah. Like, you know, women, they they, they needy. Some women are. You know, they want mm-hmm. the attention. I need your attention. I need you here. How can I love you if you're not here? You're always on the road. You know what? That's deep. Then, <laughs> How can I love you when you're not here? Right. You know, so, you know, you, you waiting or whatever, and uh, shit don't work out. I still think a year was too short. I think she should have waited. I think she should have waited. Who else can like if Obama died right now, Michelle would not be able to marry no fucking body. Fuck no. Unless I mean, unless no, we would always be like, nah, this this don't sound right. Like she couldn't marry no fucking body. She we gotta come up with a timeline though. No, we can't. We gotta come up it gotta be a she timeline. She gotta to die a widow, bro. I mean not, not to say that she gonna marry somebody. Oh, she can date whoever the fuck she want to date. But that's fucking involved. No. Ain't no <laughs> we don't want to see no cuddling shit out there in the, over there in Vermont. We don't want to see none of that shit. You think somebody is going to date somebody and not fuck? <laughs> that happens all the time, B. Not, it's not where I'm from. We're not in my goddamn situation. I'm not dating nobody without some sex going on. You're like, bitch, this is the first date. Before we continue this shit. <laughs> Because now if we're gonna date number two. We are dating, bitch. Like yeah, we're dating now. There's been multiple dates. <laughs> goddamn, several dates. I think date 
and shit, we've talked about that shit for years. Like, how long should you wait after a date? And now it's just it's forty dollars. Like, motherfuckers, like shit, forty dollars. We ain't got to go on a date. You got forty. You got forty. <laughs> All right, feed me, and give me forty, nigga. We could just that. For, people don't understand that forty be going a long way for some people. <laughs> that forty, if you really want to, if you really want to get technical, I'm gonna tell you how that forty works. Nigga, after I man, ten on gas, ten on the gram of weed. Bro, that is you gotta stop crunching all that shit, bro. We are doing a show. God damn it! What the hell? Sorry, audience. Hey, y'all, Cortez is we, fucking just supremely hungry. You just ate a fucking hoagie. Well, all right, I'm done. <laughs> ten on gas, ten on the gram of weed, ten on food. And ten go in my goddamn pocket, just in case of emergency. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so the forty dollars is a date. You talk about ten on food, or, or is this something that uh, you do or they do when they get the forty and, and separate? Nah, you slide, you slide them the forty after after you get done with the, with the <laughs> instead of the date. That's that date money, man. <laughs> instead of taking them on a date, you just, you just slide them that right there. And okay. Call it a day. The world is fucked up. The dating world is fucked up. Forty dollars <laughs> just came in and just fucked everything up. Because I will is. tell you this: I would rather spend two hundred on you on a date than just give you forty. Because now I feel like I'm paying for some shit. Oh. People say, "Oh, you tricking if you go on a date." No, if I go out with a motherfucker I like, it's not tricking because I'm gonna do whatever I'm gonna do anyway. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to go to the movies, I'm going to eat a cool meal with you and shit, talk to you and shit, that's conversation. So you're trying to tell me you ain't going to give no gas money, Ron? Um, if she asks for some gas money, I'm that's not just going to. That's what I'm saying. I'm that's just, what I'm saying. I'm not coming into a fucking date thinking this motherfucker going to need some goddamn gas money. I'm, like, just, saying, I'm just saying she's going to be like, I'll be over there, you know, we can chill, we can talk or whatever, but yeah. I need a little bit of gas money, man. You're like, <laughs> how much? She's like, just $40. You're like, ah, oh, you must got a suburban or some shit. <laughs> like, I was about to say, $40 is <laughs> a little too high when you just think of gas off the rip, but. Man. But we know what the exchange is. She coming over. She going to, you know, hit you with the wop wop. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you should be going on dates if you need gas money. You don't really need the gas money for $40. <laughs> for a woman can go a long way, Ron, as you told you. Yeah, okay, okay. But what if they do have a Suburban? Then that $40 really is gas money. So yeah. you just gave it up. Then you got to think about it, okay, you just had sex for gas money. That's worse than just saying you had sex for $40. Nigga, you know, I I have had sex for less. I have sex. Yeah, men, a lot of men have. <laughs> Shit. We always come in there on a short end of the stick. We have sex for free. Man. Because we don't respect ourselves. That is true. <laughs> in the male community, sex is all we need. That is until true. you're looking for a relationship. That's why I say of the new players, I tell them it's like, okay, bro. Players. Man, the youngsters, they hate listening to the old school. <laughs> they hate listening to the old school, but they be like, okay, bro. Yes, we know that as men, we're going to get out here and explore some vaginas. That's what we want right, to do. Right. That's what we want to do. We want to meet some new faces yeah. and explore some vaginas. But it's like. Meet some new JJs. Once you get over 30 years old, that shouldn't even be enough for you anymore. It really shouldn't. And then if you try to school a nigga, oh, old school ain't out here getting no pussy. Like, motherfucker, I was your age before. I've done that. <laughs> it's like, once you reach a limit and cut that shit off, now you need more. I mean, I know, I'm a complex nigga, I need more. I need a motherfucker that be, that just fill in in all type of voids that I would have if I was single. Right. And it's just like, if you just come with the sex, if that's all you coming with, 
then we can't be together. Then, I mean, yeah. And then, like, uh, they look at you weird, too, when you say, okay, it ain't all about sex for me. Men can't say that. Right. And it's like, okay, bro, at some point, especially if you wild the fuck out when you was young, it's like, okay, I don't want to keep doing this because right. I just want to I just want to build some of the motherfuckers. We don't know how long we're going to be here. You're like, I want some stability somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. If I get locked up and the police beat me up when I pull out from your house, I want you to care. Most yeah. of these chicks are not going to care. All nah. we did was having, you know, all we were doing was having sex. Right. And- at some point, you don't need somebody. Like, I, we got to be like, oh, shit, man. I don't need nobody. I don't need no chick. No, I need a motherfucker to care about my dreams. Right, right. <laughs> I want to talk to you about my future, goddammit. If you just having sex, y'all made no connection. Because I've been with women when I was younger that you didn't even find out who they were for two years. You ever had a conversation, you found out some shit about this chick, and you were like, damn, I didn't even know you. Damn, right? Bro, you, you can go out on dates for years. And not talk about the right shit. Yeah. We talking about the menu. We talking about what we said uh, did today. But then when you get deep and you find out that, okay, um, so my daddy was president of the United States. I didn't know that about you. You know what I mean? Like, you got to start talking. People don't want to communicate, though. It's all uh, about the running gun, the microwave, sex, the popcorn. Dude, one time I went on, this is probably on subject, but off subject. One time I went on this date for the first time. I got a lot of first date stories, dude. <laughs> went on the date for the first time, bro. And um, a chick I knew, it's funny. That's <laughs> a funny ass story. This chick I knew, right? Um, my best friend, her mama, was trying to hook me up with. Her, her, her friend. Mm-hmm. Now, well, let's, this long story short, this girl from school, right? Mm-hmm. This girl from school, we get hooked up on this date. We go to this place called Bristol, right? And I'm probably like 20. I don't know how old. I'm like 20-something or whatever. And light-skinned chick. She was bad in high school, nigga. I mean, like every nigga wanted her back in high school. Yeah. And now, but she ain't in high school no more, so she don't look as bad no more. <laughs> but she looked like at the right level to where I could probably holler at her, right? Because back then, she wasn't falling for a nigga like me. So now, since I'm a decent-looking young guy, like, and she, you know, decent-looking now. <laughs> <laughs> she we, fell a couple knots, she right, went up a couple. Right, right. So we, we Y'all met, met in, in the middle. Met in the middle, right? <laughs> so... We go Bristol, right? But I got her on a pedestal, bro. I got her, like, high up, nigga. Like, I I really want this shit to work out. I can already see kids. I can see us. She was light-skinned, too. I can already see us on the beach and everything, nigga. Like, this, I didn't see our life just like that, bro. You're already playing in the future. Already. And um, we get down there. We get to talking or whatever. And I'm trying to figure out what this conversation is like. And we talking. And she was just like... She was like, I really like this date. You know, I really like it's going. She was just like, but let's promise not to talk about sex. And I was just like, I was like, well, you know, because just like you said, when, when you're just <laughs> trying to fuck, you know, that turns you off, right? Whatever. But when you, when you trying to really get to know somebody and you put them on a pedestal, it's like, bitch, I didn't come here for no talk about no sex. I want to see what else, other shit that we can vibe with besides fucking sex, right? Exactly. That's going to bring the sex. Yeah, I know this is going <laughs> to happen, but I, I want a future. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I'm sitting there talking, and we sitting there talking, and she's like, you know, I, I don't want to talk about sex. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm with it or whatever. And then she was just like, sex just. And then she went on a whole little rant about, <laughs> about sex. So now we're talking about our different experiences with sex. Yeah. Now we're talking about like how it might be with us fucking and how what she like and what I don't like and all yeah. the other shit. So the next time, it didn't happen that night. You know what I mean? Because you know how chicks be. They be, 
you know, um, <laughs> you know, whatever, right? Yeah. But I ended up kissing her at the end of the night, so probably she wanted me to come inside, but I didn't, you know, I obliged, you know what I mean? It was a so, deep French kiss? Nah, it was a little. <laughs> mwah, mwah, you know, all right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> all right, text me when you get Text on. me when you get All right. So uh, the next time I go over there and it happens, right? And then I'm like, man, I'm kind of upset because I'm like, I'm going to put this bitch on a pedestal, nigga. And I thought she was going to be the one. And she let me hit after the second date. After the second date. And I was like, nah, she ain't it, bro. So you ruled it out. I ruled it out, bro. Wow. She kind of stopped fucking with me, though. So I think, I think, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the first, I, it's been like two or three times where I would say my sex was whack, bro. I was about to say, was the performance up the I think the, I think the performance was whack. Like the perform, I think my my part of the performance was whack, and I'm gonna go in detail. I'm I'm gonna see I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna see what you think. Try right? not to be graphic detail, but let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> let's roll. <laughs> let's so, see where you fucked up. So she wanted me to come over and like that's why this I don't really. I, I, so sometimes <laughs> no, I no say what you was gonna <laughs> say. Let's get it. Let's get it, bro. Let's get all the way in. All right, so I get these cold sewers sometimes, right? Oh, shit. And that's why I took the tomatoes off of this thing. Like, cause normally time is like tomatoes make make me have these cold sewers. <laughs> like, fresh cut tomatoes. I don't know. I don't know why, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I end up getting this cold sewer, right? And it's like, um, it's, it's like it's going down. Like, right now, it's like just a little little piece of scab. That's <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's not it's not the bubbled up joint. You know what oh, I mean? Damn it. It's not the the one you like. Oh, this nigga like he got herpes, but it look like oh this nigga you know might have bit his lip or some shit, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's right there in the corner, or whatever. And I know she sees it, you know, because I come over her house. I know she sees yeah. it, but I bring over um cookies or whatever because she was like she wanted some cookies. So I bring over cookies and she start baking the cookies. And this is funny as fuck, bro. Like. Like she's walking around with a little bit of nothing on, uh-huh. so I already know what kind of type of vibe this is, right? Even if I'm not gonna get some, I know we supposed to be, you know, touching and feeling or whatever, right? But I'm yeah. like, I got this, co- you know, I got this coaster. So I don't think she be wanting to kiss me and shit. And then uh, I'm thinking the whole time, like when I get nervous, I get to start my my stomach start to bubble up, so I get to start to farting. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. I'm so, finding out a lot about you. I know, man. So, so I'm walking around. Cold sores to... in the bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all bad, bro. So my stomach is, you know, I'm getting up and farting, man. I had to go to the restroom one time and just turn on the water, nigga, and get some good farts out, nigga, <laughs> and come back. Bro, like, shot, is this nigga taking a shower? <laughs> what the fuck? You just got here. Yo, my stomach is fucked up, bro. It just keeps bubbling up, man. I know she can hear it, too. Like, I'm like, damn. She's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just, you know, whatever, right? But I'm nervous, man. Got a little jet lag. Yeah, I'm like. (laughs) You drove over. Okay. So I'm a little bit nervous, right? And I got this little small coast or whatever. And we just start vibing. And then uh, she put her leg on me or whatever. And I started feeling her leg and shit. So, you know, I already knew what, what was going on. Then she gets up. And she was just like, I'm tired. I'm about to go lay down. And I'm like, you Jackpot. know. No, no, I'm thinking like, damn, is that her telling me it's time for me to go or whatever? But then she was like, are you coming? And I'm looking like, word, okay. So I guess so. Yeah, I'm a little sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. So I get into the room or whatever. It's got this high-ass bed, right? Yeah. And so you got to jump up. You know you're going to get something. You're going to move. <laughs> yeah. So I got to jump up on the bed and shit, and we watching TV or whatever, and then – uh. 
you know, one thing led to another. But I didn't bring a rubber, though. Oh, it is, shit. I'm, t- I'm keeping it 100 real with you, Ron. I did not bring a rubber, you're bro. You're keeping it 1,000 yeah. right now. I didn't bring a rubber, so I was already like, nah, I can't go there, right? Like, I'm already like, nah, I can't go there. So why didn't you bring the rubber? Was you just thinking that you wanted to hit it raw, or you didn't think that was going to happen? I didn't think nothing was going to happen. Like, I put her on a pedestal. Like, okay. I didn't think nothing. Was- I thought she really wanted to just, you know, come over. We was going to mm-hmm. watch a movie, talk shit, you know, and mm-hmm. then... You know, it's going to get late, and then I was going to leave. But yeah. I didn't think that that's, that was the plan, to get some action. <laughs> okay. So, I'm not even looking for that. Always action. be prepared, young brothers. All right, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, so we chilling or whatever. And even in the bed, I'm still not thinking like we about to fuck. You know, I'm just thinking what? like, I'm thinking like we just about to be, cu- you know how chicks be, they be like, nah, like I really want to, but mm-hmm. nah, not right now. And then I'm looking like, then I can say shit like, I ain't bring a condom anyway, right? And then yeah. that could end the situation, right? Yeah. But it didn't go that way, right? <laughs> Oh shit! It was like it was like one minute we were just sitting there, next minute she just started kissing on me, and then <laughs> it was just like we grown, you know. Like when you start kissing and shit, you know, like when she attack you like that, it's kind of like oh, so so this is this is you know we with it, right? So you know you start to undress each other, yeah, and she didn't give a fuck either about the condom because she just. I turned like she just told me to get it, get in it. <laughs> so I turned right her, now. Yeah, so I turned her around. And I'm hitting it or whatever, right? And but I can't feel shit, like like nothing at all, nigga. Like I'm hitting it. I can't feel a wall, nigga. I can't feel what the a door open, nigga. I can't feel shit, bro. And like the whole time, like you mind you, I'm nervous with the shit because I want to make sure I'm fucking right, right? Yeah. So I'm up there, I'm going slow, I'm going fast, I'm doing the circle joints, nigga, and I can't feel not a goddamn thing. Even with the circle joints? Nigga, not even with the circle joints, bro. Wow. So I'm thinking the whole time, I'm looking like, my dick must be little as fuck or she ain't got no walls, right? Yeah. So I'm up here hitting it right, and the next thing I know, she's like, she, she, she's like, I'm just tired, my back is starting to hurt, and she lays down, and I'm like, damn, like, my dick my dick sucks. Oh my god! Like that's what I, I was like. I think this shit was like maybe I was whack, <laughs> but nigga, I've never been this in some coochie where I didn't feel anything, bro. Wow! Like so, I'm you know maybe my dick wasn't big enough for this size of a vagina, <laughs> which, <laughs> which which is fine. You know what I mean? Like it's some other you know smaller vaginas that I like to get into. Yeah. You know that that appreciates me a lot more. Yeah, so. it's more uh, snug vaginas. Yeah, there's some out there. snug ones. You know. <laughs> But this shit, this, I, I felt like <laughs> felt like I ain't got the right dingle for that one, bro. Wow, that yeah, was tough, man. So that's when she stopped talking to you. Yeah, after that, after that, it was kind of like, cause, and I knew why because before then, remember we. This is a cool ass story. Remember, before, this is a good story. Remember we, when I was telling you about the date and how we were sitting there, and she said she wanted to talk about sex, but she got into sex, right? Yeah. She said bad sex can fuck up the whole thing, and then she was telling me stories about how she let niggas hit and. Like, soon as they hit, that shit was trash, and she didn't want to fuck with them no more. So wow. She was like, I just can't. She was like, she was like, I can deal with certain shit, but I can't deal with no trash dick or, you know, shit like that, right? Man, well, maybe she wanted to say, I can't deal with, maybe she needed a slong. Nigga, she had a You know what I mean? Slum. Maybe that's what it is. Because she's not going to come right out and say that <laughs> I got a, you know what I mean? A used vagina. Yeah, yeah. She's not going to say that. Don't put it all on you. Right. Like, there are some women out here with, like, big, fucking 
coochies. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell me what sizes you prefer before we have sex, so I know if it's gonna be snug or not. Because if you if you up in the you know the six inch range, I'm I'm in there. I'm in there. It's snug, yeah. right? But you fucking the twelve inches in dicks. I can, I'm not gonna be able to fit. I'm not. I don't want that vagina. One of the things that a lot of people don't know, and I didn't realize till I get old. I mean, until I got older. It's about that girth too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about that. Yeah. It's about that girth. It ain't yeah. all length. It's all about the girth. <laughs> <laughs> if you girthy, yeah, girthy, chick. a woman gonna give you some more. Yeah, yeah. Girls like girth. Yeah, they like girls. Love but that's girth. the thing though. But like, what the fuck is? It's a girth nigga just twirling the shit around in there and loosening it up, <laughs> nigga. Don't loosen it up too much, nigga. Damn. Now nah, look, I'm gonna sit here and tell you. Look, I I know from experience. If I'm in it and it's feeling good to her, I'm gonna try to destroy that motherfucker. Damn, bro. You know what I mean? I really am. The circles, the well, I ain't gonna give all, all my moves out. But bro, I'm telling you, there are some niggas out here that's disrespectful. Niggas hella disrespectful, bro. <laughs> they will disrespect that shit and you will come along and then all of a sudden she looking at you like you got trash sex. Right. This shit is ain't no this is some bullshit. So hey. she stopped fucking with me and I was Oh my god. Yeah, man. So the next nigga had to have, or the nigga before you at least had girth. Yeah, <laughs> but then she started, but now she's fucking with this ugly nigga. And this nigga must be hella girthy. This nigga must be girthy <laughs> because this nigga. I mean, like you know, I chicks be. But then this is another story. Uh oh. So we got more topics. I'm cool with the story. We got a couple more. Let's see okay, what you got. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what you got. So I was in high school, right? And I just had started fucking man. I was so happy about it, bro. Like uh, I think I was in 11th grade when I started. And I was so happy. It was like once you once the once you pop the top. Of course you were happy. Yeah, once you pop the top, the fun don't stop type shit, right? And uh <laughs> All right. Uh uh so so uh he like uh dang, I don't know what this dude talking about. Yeah, so I meet this chick off of Black Planet, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all <laughs> Good so, old BP. Good old BP, bro. Me and she have a black planet, and she a freak, dude. Like, only thing she's talking about is some freaky-ass shit. Yeah. So, I think I skipped school this day, and she she was the older <laughs> chick. I think she was, like, 21 or some shit. So, I was, like, 17 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she uh she invited me over. So, I go over there midday, and she stayed, like, over in, like, uh, Overland Park, Kansas, which is, like, the rich neighborhood. She was yeah. black. She was black. So I get over there or whatever, and chick fine too, bro. She was a little skinny chick with the with the fatty, with the nice titties. It was just like, <laughs> damn, the shit was just growing in the right places. Yeah. So, you know, we get to all this kissing and shit and, and rubbing or whatever, and she like, uh, she was like, I can't. I'm on my period. But I'm thinking, I done came this motherfucking long. Like, this period shit ain't about to stop me, bro. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> I done skipped school. And she was like, I thought I'd be off by now. And I was like, so, I mean, like, is it bleeding a little? Is it bleeding a lot? <laughs> like, which, <laughs> which one? She was What's like, going on? She was like, let me go check, right? So she goes in the back. She go check. And she come back out. And she like, she like a little. I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, you just, <laughs> like you just get on top and, you know, ride this motherfucker. Like, just like that. Yeah. So she gets on top. And I, you know I got the condom on. I got the condom on this time, Ron. Uh oh, you early ready. on, early on. I had the condoms, bro. Uh, so, <laughs> so she get on top. Matter of fact, no, she doesn't get on top. I get on top of her, and I'm up there, you know, doing my thing. And then, yeah, I'm, you know, like, 
I don't know. It had this. I don't know if it was. It was. You know, you, the, the, the period smell. Yeah, uh. A little period smell to it, cause it wasn't me though. It wasn't me. I wasn't tripping. I wasn't tripping. Yeah. But it was definitely her. She was kind of like not enjoying it because mm-hmm. of that situation or whatever. So she got up, man, and threw me some lotion. Oh my god. Me I've right, heard stories like that. It sat me right in front of the uh, monitor and told me I had to finish myself. Oh, my God. This so, is an embarrassing story, man. It sounds like it. It sounds 17. like it. Bro, at 17, that could break you. <laughs> like, that could really break you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then she won't let me hit no more. Then she, next thing I know, she had posted these pictures with B2K. <laughs> and I was like, this is how- this whole like, this bitch. She done got they done B2K done got a hold of her. She gonna never let me hit again. Yeah, once B2K get in it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, ain't no ain't no more us. You know, ain't no more ain't messing no with the small back. You gonna have time. to get a group. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't got a group now the B2K, you fucked up. She gonna tell me she done fucked with the niggas from B2K. I said, this bitch. Oh my hey, you know what? Man, I could man, I could say this. That's another thing when it comes to being single and dating and stuff like that. Sometimes it ain't the dick size. Sometimes women have to start learning too, and a lot of them have. A lot of you know women smart than us. Even right. back in the day, right. the reason why you didn't get more, I'm gonna tell you this right now. <laughs> if you can't have, some people just got a dope ass sex bond. Right. You know what I mean? Some people just like, man, that shit just fucking shit. Bombs start going off, fireworks and stuff like that. Right. If you can't create that. You gotta have that girth and about eight inches. Dude, shut <laughs> up, man. I'm telling you, or she gonna say it wasn't enjoyable. Some Ooh. people could have, you could have just say a baby stick, but the way you hold her, the way you touch it, the way, man, they could just be so fucking like into it that you just fucking take over. And, bro, bro you're gonna have to have one or the other. You're gonna have to have a dope ass <laughs> sex bond or some girth. And, yeah. hey. I don't have no stories like that. I don't have no girl stories. <laughs> Bro, I can see her tell you right now. The first time I ever had motherfucking sex. Well, real sex. I, and the reason I say real sex Not is. Not this nigga said real sex. Yeah, because I used to I used to get some head from a lot of old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me hit, though. But, I, you know what I mean? I, hey, I was young. I, I was hustling. Had a little, had a little paper. Come on, Ryan. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got some head from decent ass women. But the first time I had sex was I, I was here. I think it was, I think I was seventeen. I think sixteen, seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. And it was like, bro, man, I hate that my lady be listening to the show because I can't really let no, loose. No, don't let loose, Ryan. <laughs> don't let loose because you, you fuck around, lose a good one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can let loose all I want, nigga. <laughs> yeah, this nigga can let loose. I hate it when we come to the you, sex part. Nigga, you on a tight string, <laughs> tight rope, bro. All right, I will say this: the first time, bro, it, it was just like I was like, dude, my confidence went through the roof because no shit, you was putting it down like that, Ron. Dude, when I saw this bitch's face, <laughs> it was. Like, <laughs> I talked about her for like months. <laughs> I talked about her for like months. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was just like, okay, am I, are you going to be okay? Like, I didn't even know if she was going to survive the shit. So, yeah. I've been a couple of those. Yeah, bro. And, and you love it. So, 
it's really good for that to be your first because right. you talk about a confidence booster. And that's why a lot of chicks be like, oh, oh, this nigga thought he had a big dick or whatever. It was all due to that first experience. <laughs> if you get a motherfucking chick and look like you fucking, like she getting jumped or something, like, dude, you are really going to walk yeah. around with My your chest out. My first experience was not like that. My first experience, like, that's so crazy how life works. My first experience, it is. like, I was trying to fuck for so long, nigga, trying to find some coochie for so long. And nobody would let me fuck. I got all these girlfriends, but they weren't in it. They weren't trying to fuck. They weren't trying to do that. <laughs> and then I pull up to the movie theater, hanging out with my homeboys one day and my cousins, nigga, just just on some random shit. Like, we gonna find somebody, bro, and we fucking somebody at this movie theater, right? Damn. As soon as Lofty I pull, gold. Right, pull up, I see this white girl and this black girl, and me and my homeboy, PJ, we pull up on them. We hop out the car. They coming out the. They coming out the movie theater, and we like. I'm like, man, this is my name. This is my homeboy, PJ. Like, <laughs> like, man, we trying to see what y'all got going on. And we, they was like, we ain't doing nothing. We was like, man, we trying to, we trying to hang out with y'all and shit. Yeah. And they was like, we can hang out, you know, or whatever. We was like, well, hold on, we about to get in the car. But if y'all ain't fucking, don't get in the car. That's what I, that's the exact words, bro. Wow. I said, I said if y'all ain't fucking, don't get in this car. Because we only had one goal, nigga. <laughs> like, that was the goal. So, so they was both like, we down. And we were just like, word? I'm looking like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm looking like, nigga, what? What the? Okay. This shit worked. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I got to keep my, my, my real nigga shit going. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, my, my boy PJ had a car. So they hop in the car with, with me and PJ. But then as soon as they hop in the car, the white girl get a phone call and it's her parents. And her parents is like, Whoa. We hear we we hear the movie should be over by now, right? And she's like, she like, she's like, I gotta go. We like, fuck. All right. So she got the car right. But I'm still on the black chick or whatever. And I'm like, and she's like, nah, I'm just gonna Yeah, because her parents didn't give a fuck. Yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna stay. <laughs> I'm looking like like that. She's like, yeah. So we pull up, we we get to talking or whatever, and we ended up switching cars because my uh we like we were trying to find a place to fuck so we was sw- switch cars right, my because we was it was a gang of us right so my homeboy had his mama suburban so we we pulled up in her in her suburban we park behind this, uh the the movie theater or behind the area or whatever right yeah and we get to talking we just talking and she like she telling me about all these niggas that she know that cause she from she was from a different area so like she was telling me all these niggas that she knew that went to my school I'm looking like. You know when when chicks are telling you about niggas that they know, like these are the niggas that be fucking bitches. Like, <laughs> like, like she like you know you know CJ. I'm like, oh this nigga the fuck. Like, this, she, you you know Daryl. You're like, oh not this nigga Daryl. Like you name it, all the motherfuckers all that got niggas, the house. Yeah, this nigga be having the house. So I'm like, she like yeah, they're my brothers. I'm like, not your brothers. Oh my, she was one of them. Yes, back in the bro. I'm like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I know this is gonna be easy. So, <laughs> so uh, this is another bad experience. Right? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yo! So we get the we get the kissing and shit like that, and you know I got this rubber that I've been having in my pocket since I don't know how long. <laughs> I'm just so happy to have 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 a rubber. They got yeah. just kept it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so anyway, we we she gets taken off her clothes, nigga, and I get up in it, nigga, and it. At first, you nigga, it was like, damn, I can't believe you know I'm really in some shit, right? Yeah. But then, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, this is gonna be graphic. <laughs> I, I don't think my, I don't think none of my women listen to this shit. <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, so then it started having this smell to it, 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Like it had like a a a, a real bad smell, mm. like a skunk smell. I don't know what a skunk smell like, but it smelled skunky, bro. It was probably skunky. It was skunky, man. So, but this is the funny part, bro. So I'm still hitting it, and so you didn't stop. I, could, I couldn't stop, bro. <laughs> like how could I stop? This was my. It was the moment. I had a nigga. I was a basketball player, bro. I played varsity. I had to tell niggas I finally got some ass. They joked on me all the time, bro. I was getting yeah. bullied, bro, because I wasn't fucking. So this was your moment. It was my moment, bro. <laughs> And this is what happened. Like, I'm up here fucking, bro, in the back of the Suburban. Yeah. And I'm really giving her the business. Yeah. Or so I thought. Yeah. I look up out the window, and I look yeah. around the car, and it's all of my cousins and my brothers Whoa. and my friends rocking the car back and forth. <laughs> Why the fuck were they doing that? Yo, they assholes, man. <laughs> they like tens in their fucking. Yo, rock. That nigga don't be knowing how to fuck. Like, this is his first time. They rocking oh. the car, bro. So she. So did there, it help, though? Yeah, I don't know, bro. She was <laughs> there laughing, bro. She was there like, oh, they so stupid, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking like this chick is crazy, right? So then the condom had broke, bro. And this is when I knew I love fucking, bro. Yeah. And that condom broke. Yeah. And I felt what it felt like to go inside of a woman, nigga. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, bro. Wow. Like, soon as I was in there, probably three or four strokes in, nigga. Like, deep strokes, too. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> okay. when you get some good coochie, nigga, you want to go deep inside that motherfucker to feel everything, you know. And then you pull back out real slow. And then you oof, back up in that motherfucker. <laughs> nigga, I wasn't even on the circles yet, nigga. I was just, oof. We call that the jackhammer the jack- back in the day. <laughs> nigga, she was feeling that shit, bro. And I was feeling that shit. Bro, I had to pull out because I knew that's what you did because from the pornos. Pulled out, nigga. And when I tell you I lit that suburban up, nigga. <laughs> it was nut everywhere. Oh, my God. It was nut everywhere. So you basically exploded. Okay. Nigga exploded, bro. Okay. And I was just like, I love this shit. <laughs> you been in the game ever been since? Been in the game ever since. <laughs> Naked, nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you know oh, what? Man. This is what happens every time Bionica doesn't attend a show. Like, we went into sex stories. This, this really day. got hella nasty, It, bro. it got mm-hmm. hella nasty. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make sure that I put sex stories in the caption because so, just so they won't be blindsided by it. You know what I mean? Put sex stories, a couple of topics we discussed. Right. And, um, yeah, when Bianca listens, she's right. be like, these niggas went off. Disgusted. <laughs> yeah, of course she's going to be disgusted. She's a very high-brow, high-society right. type of woman. You know what I mean? Right. She don't play this. She don't, she don't really play this shit. She, she's, she, she's above that. <laughs> <laughs> she's above it, and but she's going to have to listen to it. And, and she's going to say, even though she's going to listen to every fucking word, I didn't listen to it all. Y'all got... And, Look, you that's listen to it all because that's what she gonna say. You still listening to me right now? Right, she's gonna say that shit. <sighs> Man, this has been a good show. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an enlightening show. Um, the only thing I can say is like to try to wrap this up, like to get past the sex stories. Y'all gotta let people move on. Right. Y'all gotta let these celebrities. We hold on to a piece of them. Like they don't know us. We it's, it kind of only works one way. I can. I mean, I'm sure they love their fans, but like, we are fucking overly 
in love with celebrities and celebrity culture. You got to let Lauren London move on. I'm not saying that she should. I think she should take her own. She should take her time and move at her own pace. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be Diddy that get in there. Nah. Not hating, but nah. you know what I mean? That ain't the type of dude you need right now. Diddy going to playboy your ass, and then mm-hmm. you going to have your feelings hurt all over again. Right. And no, nah, don't do that one. Don't do that one. Right. Or uh, or future either. Future's coming. Trust me, future coming. <laughs> future is coming. I don't know what it is about future, but this nigga runs up and he just gets some celebrity butt. <laughs> so, yeah, let people move on at their own pace. And if they decide that it's time, like, we just got to be good with that. Like, it makes it seem kind of crazy. That's why people, uh, that's why celebrities call us stalkers and shit. And, like, y'all going too far and shit. That's why. Like, if you never understood it, this should be a prime example of why they think that. Because right. y'all pressuring her and putting, you know what I mean? Y'all making it harder on her. Like, she got to move on with her life. Like, we not going to live it. We not behind her closed door so. Right. Oh, man. I'm going to say R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. I wish things were different in this world when, when young brothers make a little, well, when they make a major change in their life and, I would love to see him blow up to where I did know of him. I had just started, as I said, in that week, saw a couple of mentions of him, and they said that he was doing what he was doing, yeah. and, and it was cool. But before I even had a chance to check him out or hear, I mean, hear a song from him, he passed away. So, man, it's sad, man. But I think, like we were saying that, uh, earlier in the show, when you remove yourself from the ghetto, like, do it 100%. Like, get your family out of there. Move different, man, because that life that you are headed towards is a lot better than the one you leave behind. So, you know what I mean? To die when you were right there, it's like, it's sad. It makes it even more sad. But, why are we getting out of here? No more sex stories. Tasha, I love you. I did not <laughs> I did not say anything bad. And I'll see you later. Bye.